0: I guess you know the story, the rap side, crack side How I smoke funk, smack bitches on the backside bed the place where my head rests 50-shot clips if a nigga want The rocket launcher, Biggie stomp ya High as a motherfucking helicopter That's why I pack a Mina, fuck a misdemeanor Beating motherfuckers like Ike beat Tina What's love got to do When I'm ripping all through your whole crew Strapped like bamboo, but I don't sling guns I got back the funk and it's selling by the tons Niggas want to know how I live the Mac life Making money smoking mics like crack pipes It's type simple and plain to maintain I add a little funk to the brain The funk, baby
1: Welcome to Off the Rails, Monday edition with Anna and Blitz. Hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. We're going to get into it because we kind of only at least scratched the surface. Sorry. You okay? Yeah, sorry. Is everything okay? Are you doing okay?
2: I'm doing great.
1: Okay, good. Glad to hear it. Um, it sounds like although we didn't really communicate much over the weekend, kind of did our own things. Mm-hmm. It sounds like we did a lot of the similar shit. We came to a lot of similar conclusions. <laughs> Imagine that. About life and liberty and the pursuit <clears throat> of happiness. So why don't yes. you uh why don't you start with yours? How was how was your weekend? Uh
2: it was it was great, but Uh-oh. interesting.
1: Okay. Um, I got a
2: lot accomplished, but also uh yeah. Um I don't know, I just I decided
1: You were here on Saturday.
2: I did, I did a show Saturday.
1: How long were you here for?
2: Five hours. You maybe? did a
1: five-hour show?
2: I think the show was like three. Well, so I
1: didn't actually I don't want to do be it. rude, but like, don't you have a life? Uh, or no, did I just I, answer that? By no, I have question. to
2: be. I, I had to work on some stuff here. Okay. Um, But part of what I did, though, was I played the best of and then kind of did some work and like commented on it. And so I wasn't like doing a show show. I was doing other things and just kind of had it on.
1: Just it was, You're just kind of hanging out? Yeah. All right.
2: It was a hang, not a party.
1: Yeah, right. I know what that's like. Yeah. Um I went How about to, you? I went to the Rowdies game on Saturday. Oh,
2: you love sports.
1: I love sports. I love sports in theory. Like it's always like, oh, that'd be cool. Let's go and the reason why we went is because my, my boy Johnny B, mm-hmm. who I'm still friends with and in, in close contact with, and sure. his girlfriend and, and William and William's girlfriend i don't know what the title is but it's his girlfriend
2: it's his girlfriend so
1: you know i thought i was going to be a third wheel i was a fifth wheel which is totally fine with me so we go out Fifth wheel fifth wheel
2: oh okay yeah yeah yeah. Yeah,
1: two couples and uh, yours truly so we go to the Rowdies game to watch johnny sing the national anthem and i had kind of said you know i'm more than happy to watch the national anthem but that's like two minutes and you know (laughs) then we can like leave sure we can leave of course so, um, no, we, we stayed for most of the game. We did leave probably... Now, did you
2: buy tickets or get tickets? <laughs> please.
1: Please. Absolutely not buying tickets. I would have paid for a ticket to see Johnny. I think they were like 15 bucks. I
2: know. I I, I know.
1: But I said, Johnny, like, they usually give you some comp tickets if you're singing the of course, national anthem. You would think so. So he got five comp tickets. And I mean,
2: and no offense to the rowdies, but those aren't necessarily the hardest tickets in town to get.
1: No, not at all. And what was so beautiful, we walked in and... I, it it, I, it almost seemed like life has gone back to pre-COVID, at least in Florida, at a big sporting event. Okay. People are shoulder to shoulder. It was not like to the wall packed, but going in, I was like, holy shit. Like there was a lot of traffic, a lot of people going in. And I look out through the sea of people and I see two masks. Wow. That's it. Like, that's it, man. And it, And those people looked weird. Like they, I was like, what are you, what are you doing? Um,
2: now, but, what's the what's the makeup of a rowdy's crowd?
1: Um, a lot of there's a lot of kids because a lot of kids play soccer, mm-hmm. so it seems like a and, and it's the perfect family outing because I guess each I almost said semester each half is nine the uh, forty five minutes. Okay, so it's ninety minutes total, and you, we had probably about like twenty minutes halftime break. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, most most families were there. They were there for the first half, maybe a little bit of the second half, and then gone, done. Cool. You know, and the, the kids yell, and they get excited. And
2: Yeah, it's not, a, it's not an expensive outing either.
1: No, not at all. I mean, if you buy the food and the stuff. Well, but yeah, but,
2: I mean, like, tickets aren't, you know, they're not $90 no, a piece. No, no.
1: And it, it's like, I don't understand why you would even buy food, because the time it takes to go wait in line, get the food, yeah. and come back, you missed half the game. So but there's really no point. Part of that's the experience. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, there was this adorable family right in front of us, this little chubby, like, two-year-old kid, and he was just eating peanuts like his dad, but he was eating, like, the shell, and he was just, like, like <laughs> spitting them up, and his mom was yelling. It was just, it was so cute.
2: Now, is there a lot of Hispanic people?
1: Yeah, there's okay. a, lot of, a lot of ethnic people, but a lot of white people, too. It was a very sure. diverse crowd. Um, so we go there. We watch Johnny sing the national anthem. He did great. And then you know I was I was pushing to leave pretty much ASAP, Rocky. I'm like, hey, why don't we just go just leave? And Because there's kids there, and they're like hitting the you know um, oh, the C-vax. bar behind me, right? And it's like reverberating, and you oh. can feel it. And I, we're all giving this kid dirty looks, and mm-hmm. he's like seven. He doesn't give a fuck. He's just no. going crazy. So you know, parents it was cool. don't care. Yeah, but it was it was great. I was able to catch up with uh, Johnny's girlfriend, who's just a saint. She's wonderful, a nurse somewhere. I can't forget where. But it was cool. A I even I even found myself on the uh, the Johnny B show. They did an Instagram live. Oh, and on the Instagram live, someone made a cameo, and that was me. And I said, "Why don't you put that on the bone?" And Will said, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> 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 so that was kind of cool. They call me the dead girl. That's my name. Whenever someone calls in and asks about me, they're like, "Oh, she died in a horrible car accident." So I'm like, "Oh, cute, nice." Um, then we all went to Applebee's afterwards, and we actually got recognized. <laughs> Oh. Some guy was playing me my Instagram stories back to me, and it was very disturbing.
2: That's like, weird. Sir,
1: please, please leave me alone. Please That's get away weird. from me. But it was, it was cool. And then yesterday, and then I, I was
2: like, and then I left.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and then we left uh, immediately because we were freaked out. No, it was cool. It was great. And then yesterday, I just wanted to spend the day in complete isolation. I did mm-hmm. not see another human being, and wow. it was. Really great. I mean, I, I, you know, I had to call the dad. Had to call my mom. Mm -hmm. We're gonna get into that and what transpired there because it was a, it was a low key intervention. Because guess what? Me. What? Guess who's listening to the show all the time now?
2: Oh no.
1: Yeah, and we, we, we talked probably for about an hour and a half. Hour forty. She's probably listening now, maybe.
2: That's funny. I I had it on my notes to ask you how that went. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: And at the end of the conversation, my mom goes, she takes a big breath. She goes, <sighs> she goes, I've been meaning to talk to you about something. She goes, you know how you wanted me to listen to the show, right? I go, <laughs> yeah. She goes, well, I've been listening. Ooh. She's like, I I have a few concerns. Oh. I thought she was going to say something about like, like by the person, like the divorce or something. Okay. Uh. No, she said, um, you know, the. The guys often reference you doing cocaine. Yeah. She's like, I'm a little bit concerned because you don't know what's in the cocaine. And also you have, you know, genetics where your mom and, you know, her uncle had issues with their mitral valve. You have a little Mm -hmm. bit of regurgitation, which I was told was normal, but nevertheless. Right. It won't be good. And she said, you know, I know, you know, sometimes you party, that concerns me. And then she said, and even more than that, Your energy drink consumption, she goes, you, you know, you pumping yourself full of caffeine Mm -hmm. is not the move, is not good. And especially if you have a heart condition like that, it can speed things up figuratively Mm -hmm. and literally. Yep. So, and I've said this multiple times. This is my newest habit that I'm not happy about and not (laughs) proud of. And my biggest vice, only vice, just kidding, one of a few but I le- she's like, you know, you, you you call yourself a healthy person. She was basically reiterating everything I said. You know, you live a healthy life and you, you yeah. eat well, you exercise, do all this shit. But you're 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 fucking pumping your body full of caffeine. It's mm-hmm. driving up your blood pressure. You know, you're probably getting ha- heart palpitations. And I'm like, bitch is right. Mm-hmm. And I go, and she was expecting a lot of pushback. Because I come across really opinionated because I am. Right, right. But I'm... Probably the least defensive person you'll ever meet. Yeah. I think I... Because she's coming from a place of concern.
2: Uh, absolutely. She's it's, not coming... She's yeah. right.
1: No, totally. And and I've voiced this myself. I go, this is not yeah. great, but I need to get through the day. Mm-hmm. But I'm really... I started to notice that I'm going to bed later because I'm like, whatever, I'll just have some caffeine in the morning and I'll be fine. Yep. And I am fine, but then I'll drop dead soon. Mm-hmm. So... You know, this is coming from a place. The woman is concerned about her daughter's health. I'm not going to be like, well, blah blah. I go, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm going to stop. And she goes, what? Like, she was like almost like freaked out. <laughs> like, what? You're like listening. And I'm like, yeah. You know, I mean, I talk about being, a, you know, a very measured, logical person. And yeah. you're fucking right. What am I going to say?
2: So is her screen name like Anna Milked the Dog Woof Woof or whatever? That's that... her, man. I was She's wondering been about, listening. I was wondering about it She's been that. roasting me lately. Thanks for the bits.
1: Yeah, so she said that, and I go, you know what, mom, you're fucking right. And I've been, tr- I've been excusing getting less sleep for knowing that I have, you know, kind of a crutch in the morning, mm-hmm. and it's not a crutch I want to have. And so I've, I've, I started changing a few things around. Then I started watching videos with David Sinclair. Okay, you know who that is? He's uh, on. I Rogan know the name, recently. but I don't know him. He's, he's like, um, he's a Harvard professor. He's head of like. He's I think his he is um, a geneticist by trade, but he okay. works a lot with like aging, like okay. um, the aging department of biology where he studies, you know, he uses like rats and mice and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And he, you know, either um, gives them certain types of drugs to see if they can like last longer or he does stuff with like intermittent fasting. He's big on that. Okay. He's the he's the guy that only has like one meal a day um, and he's talking about the the value and the benefits of fasting, not eating. And this is, I don't mean like for a week. I mean for a day. Yeah, intermittent fasting. But not just like this, the standard 16, eight, the 16 fasting, eight hour window feeding. Okay. I mean, this guy only has like one fucking meal a day.
2: So yeah, okay. I know. I don't think that's healthy by the way, but okay.
1: Well, I mean, uh, he's an expert and I feel like I would trust his judgment over most of everyone else. So, um, but also it doesn't, I don't know if he's doing really um like physically demanding workouts like I do. That's you know, that's my that's my thing. He doesn't look like a bodybuilder to me or an elite athlete to me. So Mm -hmm. everybody is different. Not everybody's schedule can be just like I'm gonna have one meal a day. Mm -hmm. So obviously it's gonna differ of person to person, but he was just talking about the the negative effects of just like Having constant like glucose and insulin spikes and, sure. and drops throughout the day isn't great for longevity, right. is what he's saying. Yep. So I'm like, Fuck. I'm like, I'm putting together the sleep. I'm putting together, I, you know, I I probably have like a 14 hour feeding window, which isn't great because uh-huh. I start have my first meal at five in the morning, yep. and then I probably have my last meal around like six thirty seven. I'm like, this is fucking terrible. I'm killing myself. So I said, tomorrow we change. Okay. So I'm getting up later at five. All right. No breakfast. And okay. then I tried to see today was day one of the experiment. How long can I go before it becomes distracting that I'm hungry? Right. And I think I made it till about, like, almost 8, 8 a.m.
2: Okay, so I didn't, I, I um, <clears throat> so Friday I came to you, here in here, and I said, I feel like I've been drinking energy drinks all day, and I haven't had any. Right. And, like, I went home, and, like, that whole day I felt like I was on like hopped up on caffeine and i didn't have any yeah I'll, and so I, i'm actually not a big energy drink person but for some reason the past like few months we both have been like hey energy drinks are cool well, and
1: especially when you're dragging ass a little just right we are addicts no i know we're fucking addicts
2: i know and so the problem is too we're like we found something celsius um Celi- or cellius that like gives you like, you like cracked out like bang does right because we kind of react the same way to that stuff. <clears throat> but lately, it's also been like, well, let's try some other stuff. And then, like, I haven't had celius so I'm like, well, I'll just drink some Monsters. And I, like, last week, I drank, like, three or four in a day. And I'm like... In a day? Yeah. That's fucking terrible. I know. So I'm like, all right. So Friday, to myself, I was like, all right, I'm 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 done. Like, not 100% done, but, like, if I find a day where I need, like, some energy, I'll have one. But, like, I'm done, like, drinking energy drinks every day. Right. No, we didn't have this conversation at all. No. And over the weekend, I was watching some videos on YouTube. Not the same guy, but basically kind of the same thing. A lot of it was like workout related and stuff. And I told myself, so I I rarely eat breakfast anyway. Um, But I usually drink a protein shake before I go to the gym. And so my new thing now is nothing before the gym. I'm going to do it like an hour after I'm done with the gym.
1: Mm, okay. Not before. And you don't do cardio in the morning. You do weights in the morning. Correct.
2: Okay. I did a lot of cardio this weekend, though.
1: Yeah. Walk in? Or, well, yeah, that's the cardio you do. Yeah.
2: Walk, <clears throat> I walked on the beach a lot and then just did some other stuff.
1: Yeah. So it's weird that we came to, like, the same yeah. conclusion because I told, I told Blitz when I walked in, I said, listen, I bought a bunch of these new rowdy um, energy drinks, mm-hmm. which were the ones that I kind of got turned on to and started liking. And I have two unopened one, and I just said you can have them. And he like laughed. And I, I went, laughed
2: and looked at her, and she's like, "What?" I was like, "You won't." You're believe like, "I'll me. tell you later." Never mind.
1: Yeah, I was just like, "I'm done. <laughs> I want to kick this habit before it gets worse." Now that doesn't mean I'm completely cutting out caffeine, as you can see here. I have some coffee, but yeah. one cup a day. Yeah. Then enough, mm-hmm. enough. Like I was having. I mean, especially on like Tuesdays when right. I have Kevin's law. Kevin right. Law. I. It was really fucking bad and i was cracked the fuck out last Mm -hmm. weekend or last week rather i mean for many reasons you know we had a little bit of an altercation with rock on the air about you know atheist stuff oh yeah um and then that combined with a rowdy energy drink i was just like "Ah!" and um but it is weird though because it hasn't my sleep has been great so like i i feel like i crack out i have all this energy Mm -hmm. and it's weird it's like borrowed energy that you don't actually have right so it's not like you have this natural energy and then at the end of the day you're tired it's like fake energy so when it finally wears off you're fucking completely depleted right you know so but uh yeah so it's it's odd that we came to the same conclusion at we the also same time. watched
2: mayor of town
1: we also watched how many episodes did you watch yesterday i watched three
2: uh Two and a half. I, I mean, I watched them all. I think it was like two and a half. Is what, okay, I to watch it was what you had left. Yeah, I yeah. I
1: tried to. I canceled a few things around. I also wasn't you know uh, feeling so hot, so mm-hmm. I moved a few things around and decided to finish it. Texted Bubba at like quarter to ten last night. Like holy f. Um, we won't talk about the plot too much, but it was just fantastic acting. Um, I I fo- found myself like excited about. I did too. I was like. ah! I know. How they can wrap
2: this shit up. Well, were you, were you like trying to figure out you're like okay, it's him, but like he did this and that, and then oh, well he did no, it can't be that now. Like, were you trying to figure it out?
1: Yeah, and there were a few things that were like subtle but obvious. Can 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 we can I give someone a like people a spoiler alert and say, hey, yeah, in yeah. like 10 if you seconds. Guys, if
2: you guys haven't watched the show yet and you want to watch a show, turn off turn this off for yeah. like a few minutes because spoiler we're, gonna, alert. we're gonna talk about it.
1: We're gonna talk about the plot because it's good and maybe like most of you haven't seen it but you know fuck if y'all. you have not
2: if you haven't seen it it really is a good show it, and i I'm, I'm not a, like i'm not into that kind of stuff usually but it was really good
1: it was really good okay so we'll give you a few more seconds to kind of you know tune out mm-hmm. for for a few seconds and then uh we just want to discuss what happened and then we'll we'll get back into regular programming yes but so the thing that threw me off, because there was a there was a moment that was kind of subtle, but also not. It was kind of obvious, where they're having a beer eating pizza, and Billy like A, ro- a rolling rock? Yeah. <laughs> they
2: kept drinking rolling rocks the whole show. I, I,
1: I don't know the, the reputation of that beer is like lame or... I don't know,
2: but like that's what they were, like, they made they know. made reference to rolling rock a few times. Maybe
1: it's a PA thing. Who knows? So Billy is acting all weird. Yes. And I'm like, oh, it was him. But then there's like two like.
2: But you're like he's acting too weird.
1: Right, like it was too obvious. But then, but then it was also like, all right, well maybe I didn't know, I didn't write the fucking plot, but I was just like, oh, it was the that it was fucking Billy that did it because he's acting weird. He tries to get out of there, and then you know they keep changing the plot on you, and then like three people confess to it, and (laughs) like everyone kept confessing to the same crime, and you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. But they were each trying to protect the other.
2: Well, it's like okay. So when the yeah. the, the priest had not the, Billy Fussell, right? The, the priest, <laughs> it was huge. The priest had the bike in the back of the car, and they showed him like they showed him. That was too obvious. They showed him throwing it in lake uh, in the river. I was like, okay, well, it's definitely not him. Like, why? Yeah. Is it Like, how is he involved? But it's definitely not him.
1: I I I, I thought that that was too obvious, and it was too. Like too early in the series, exactly. Because I knew that you know, usually when there's a, a kicker, it's going to be towards the end where you're like, "Whoa, I didn't see that coming!" Yeah. So by episode two, three, they're trying to pin the priest, and let's be honest, priests don't have the best. Well, it was a girl. I think that was like okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't. If it was like well, a boy that disappeared, I'd be like, "That was the priest well, and, all day."
2: And so at the the end of what was it five where the, the guns came out and people were shot? Yeah, I was like. <laughs> Now what are they going to do? Like, there's two, still two episodes. Like, that was a major part of the show.
1: Yeah, yeah, but uh, but I knew that they had to finish up because the the Aaron McMenamin death was the was the main case, right? So they had to wrap that shit up. Sure. So it it was great, and then at the end, you're just like, oh, and it, her acting is so good. Like, I I agree. I I. I teared up a few times but thankfully the scene it like it changed the scene so i I had to like oh okay just shake Uh, it off
2: so there was two parts that like i was looking for a laugh and now they weren't that funny
1: i know which parts you laughed at by the way
2: okay which ones
1: um one of them was when at the funeral of that old woman you're right and they make that announcement. You're right. And then and they right. cut to the scene in the car and she's just laughing her ass off. And,
2: right. And so I laughed and that's why I stopped at that one time I, was mm-hmm. t- I told you about. And
1: then the other part that I remember laughing at is that uh, the, Siobhan's ex-girlfriend finds Siobhan hooking up with the black girl. She okay. runs out. She hits the mo- the grandmother. The grandmother falls. They call the ambulance. And then... When Mayor comes, she's just like, "Oh, you're fine." She's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not more maimed for you." Like, no, that, so made that me was funny. No, that was
2: funny. But there was a part where they were like sitting on the couch or whatever, and I forget when it was, but like she's like, "Did you fart?" And she's like, "That was my shoe."
1: <laughs> so <laughs> random. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fantastic. I think we really gave anything away. No, not really. But we're, you know, giving you some plot iggies there. So, uh, a plus. I was really excited about it. I, I wanted to, you know, obviously I would never call Bubba. But I wanted to. I wanted to be like sister girl. I didn't think it was going to be blank, blank, you know?
2: Yeah. So. But you called Kevin, though.
1: I did call Kevin. 813-90-BUBBA. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty cool. So I'm going to try. I'm. I'm Now, I don't think I'm going to really succeed with this intermittent fasting stuff. And I don't even know if you can call it intermittent fasting technically. But I'm going to try to fast for as long as I can in the okay. morning until it becomes a distraction where I'm like, I can't even. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. So I'm trying to tr- I'm trying to retrain my body because you really can train your body to oh of course and your hunger cues and everything like that. Oh, so I, I have for sure. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try that because I thought I was gonna be starving because when I woke up it's like my body's ready to eat because I'm always gonna I'm so, always eating. Yep. When I didn't eat and I just had some coffee. First off, I think the caffeine from the coffee hit me faster and stronger because I didn't I had an empty stomach. Oh yeah. So I was more alert anyway. See, I didn't I didn't
2: know that you ate when you got up.
1: Oh yeah, like right when I get up.
2: Okay, so. I never do uh-huh. anymore. But like a couple of years ago, I got into the habit of getting up and eating. And like literally, I would get up and be starving, even if I ate dinner. Like yeah, same. Yeah, because you're just trained. And but for a long time, like that was only like a year or two. The rest of my life, like I've almost never had breakfast.
1: No, I I'm always a breakfast person, and I always had this idea that like I can't function unless I have a meal. Okay. So I just decided, let's try new things. I didn't sleep all that great because I set my alarm for 5 instead of like 4.30. Okay. And the I probably woke up every hour like thinking I was late. Mm-hmm. 'Cause I I was like, I do, What if I'm that. not you know, I maybe I should too. just wake up at four thirty and just hang out? Like, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, Anna, you don't need to wake up at four thirty. Yeah. And then that way, even if you go to bed at eleven, you still get six hours of sleep, which is yeah. pretty good. I
2: can set like seven hundred alarms and I still wake up and go, What time is it? What time is it? What yes, time is it? I had I the
1: worst experience on Sunday. It was I woke up at six twenty two and in the, the, in the morning? The, yeah, and the light was coming through my room Ooh. and I just went I just looked at the clock and I went, ah! and then I was like, Oh god. And then I go, oh, it's Sun, oh, it's Sunday. Oh, it's, I rarely do that, but oh, that's it was a fucking panic. It was really, really scary. So, all in all, great weekend, especially mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Very exciting to see um, zero people. I just needed a recharge. I, I, yeah. I can't tell you how much I, I feel like I've been a little overworked when it comes to because usually on the weekends. Even like a year ago, obviously, you know, you're not seeing as many people because of COVID. People were kind of scared, and I just didn't have any as many friends. And now I feel like I'm making plans like a I month know. in advance. I know, and I'm so let me say I'm so fucking grateful that I have friends. Yeah, because in Michigan I had no friends. I had the opposite problem. Right, I was uh, r- truly really alone. But now I feel like I'm a little bit overworked. Where so I'm sometimes like, it's overwhelming. Yeah, I'm like, whoa! I can't. I just need yeah. to fucking chill. And I am mm-hmm. like a an ambivert, pretty hardcore. Where you know, I I love. I get a lot of energy from people, but then I need to recharge and yeah. go back in my hidey hole and of just course. stay there and you know watch YouTube videos about how I'm killing myself every day. Um,
2: so we didn't watch the same videos, but pretty much close to pretty th-
1: much. Yeah, David Sinclair. <laughs> if you don't know who he is, check him out. Um, he's not the most animated person, but he's got a lot of great information. And he he talks, it's tough with these guys because they work in a lab all day. And Mm -hmm. so it's really hard for them to, when they start talking about shit, they're talking about it at a lab level, at a Harvard lab level.
2: Uh, Okay. Joe Rogan. I kind of like that, to be honest.
1: I don't. Joe Rogan breaks it down where he's like, "Hold on, I don't know what these fucking words mean. Mm-hmm. Please, can you just?" Mm-hmm. And then they break it down a little bit more. But I don't, because when you're talking at me and I don't know the terms you're using, how am I supposed to really use and absorb that information? Because I don't know the I don't know the alphabet, and you're telling me, you're speaking it in a language that I don't understand. Also, a new thing I'm starting to do is I realize that I I consume all this information and like. I was listening to Jim Quick, and he said that, like, he was, like, a memory expert. Okay. And he just talks about, like, 85% of it gets dumped out of your brain. Of course. So, there are things that you can do, obviously, to kind of make sure that you sustain that memory and you're able to recall it later on because a lot of times i'll I'll be trying to explain something and i can't remember like the details
2: yeah. you're pretty good i mean like i'm
1: pretty good but yeah, you are i want to be better you know yep. I, if i'm taking like an hour of time to learn something i would like to recall retain most it. of it and of retain course. it the yep. next day and be able to have like a fucking conversation about what i saw yep so i'm like taking notes now which sounds like uh, my life sounds zero percent fun it's like oh she's got cats she mm-hmm. fucking uses ankle weights around the house, and she's taking notes when she watches YouTube videos. Wait. But
2: ankle weights around the house?
1: Uh, Rachel got them for my birthday because I I wanted them because I like I like finding new ways to like torture myself, kind of. Like I'll okay. go for a walk and wear ankle weights to make it more um, uncomfortable. Okay. But I like being uncomfortable. Okay. I enjoy it because then I know like there's change going on. No, okay. 8, oh, 8, no, no, you, yeah, I I'm agreeing with you 100. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's the new plan of action. Is I'm going to start taking notes so that I can actually because I, I want to be I want to be better. You know what kind of taking lit,
2: notes? Come on.
1: You know what kind of lit a fire under my ass, which is kind of stupid, but also I'm kind of glad it happened. Is everyone thinks that you know you're smarter than me? And I was just like, oh, I don't oh, like
2: me specifically.
1: No, but like everybody in the studio.
2: Well, they know so.
1: Okay. Um, anywho, they all think Chassa. that you're smart. They all think that you're smarter than me,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, I just feel like I was just like I I need to I just thought I need to be better. I need to be fucking better.
2: Did you go break open some geos?
1: I hate you so much. Let's. <laughs> I almost want to take a break and punch you right in the fucking throat. I hate you so much. Listen, I can't know everything, okay. I thought it was geodes. It's geodes, guys. If you're talking about rocks, it's geodes. I thought it was a fucking geo. And you it brought it up, not me. I know I brought it up because I'm dumb and I used to collect geodes, but apparently they're geodes with a D. I didn't know that. He used to fucking much die. Please die. Let's talk about this because I want to bring this up to rock tomorrow and you let me know if it's a good idea. Probably not.
2: It's not, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> I'm really excited because rock and I feel like. We could talk about critical race theory, and then all of a sudden it, we transfer to religion and God. Mm-hmm. Like, it, somehow he'll reference something from the Bible, oh, and it me off. By the way,
2: off. anyone who's listened to the, the Kevin's Law show, like when, when Colton was on and stuff, saw this coming. What? The, the whole religion, like you and you and him butting heads against religion.
1: Oh, well, what do you mean with Colton, though?
2: Well, I mean, like, anyone who's listened before you were here is what I'm saying. Like, when Colton oh. was here... Like anyone who was here before you, because he's, you know, uh, uh, Rock's always been, been a very religious like, person. Oh, okay. And so, well, I mean, their, their, your first introduction was, hey, this is Anna. She's an atheist or something like that, wasn't it?
1: I don't think I said that. No,
2: no, Colton did.
1: Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're I mean, right. like, so
2: it was kind of known. He like, did
1: that because you wanted, he's, he's a worker. You know, He needs to course. create some, uh, some tension.
2: I'm surprised it took as long as it did.
1: But now it seems like it's almost a weekly thing where th- he'll reference something from the Bible, and I'm like fables.
2: Yeah, that's- fables,
1: <laughs> fables.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. One of the things that I always thought was true, that apparently is not. And again, this is just one fucking study, so who you, who even knows? But I always thought that religious people were actually, on average, more happy, happier than people who don't believe in God. I always I always h- held that. I think most Concept. people think that. Yes, and including atheists, I would say like how nice would it be to have a security blanket that sure. you know we're not just going to be worms in the ground one day. Sure. Like I always thought that people who were religious would just be happier by virtue of the fact that you know they have the security blanket of God, they have a community, they think that like think a, a, Jesus is on their side.
2: A lot of a lot of people who are religious put that out there as well, like hey, we're happier.
1: Yes, I think so and and I think a lot of atheists thought or at least I thought I'm like, I'm sure they're happier on average
2: yeah, you would I mean
1: because they're less cynical probably they're less um maybe they have a, a like a less pessimistic worldview. I don't mm-hmm. even think I'm a pessimist, I just think I'm a realist, but oftentimes exactly. that comes with a lot of Uh, negative shit because there's a lot of bad (laughs) shit in the world and then when you call like you see it people get upset with you
2: oh yeah i have no idea what that's like
1: (laughs) so i i saw this article and i had to pull it because please 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 uh it says here (laughs) religion isn't the secret to happiness global study and this is actually a pretty like broad study i think they did like 36 different countries the
2: church Uh, of satan says
1: (laughs) global study claims atheists are just as happy as those With a faith. Now obviously the pool of atheists is going to be a lot smaller than the people of faith and I feel like maybe you need to look at different types of religions like maybe the really uh, religious like Sunni Muslims or Shiite Muslims in Saudi Arabia that you know are getting flogged and beaten with sticks like maybe they're not as happy as like the Christians that live in America Mm -hmm. I would argue so I'm sure there's a lot of range, but it says here, it questions a long-accepted convention followers of faiths are more content. Researchers also found that those, quote, weakly religious had a lower life satisfaction. This is when compared to those with a firm belief in God or strong atheist views. So it's about the extremes, I guess. Like, if you're, yeah. if you're firm in your beliefs with God, then you're, like, you're certain about things. And then also probably the opposite is true with atheists but also the same, is that you're firm in your belief and you, that you know the truth, whatever. Yeah. I also, I was listening to Hitchens a while ago, and he made a distinction between atheist and anti theist. and I want to think, now that would be annoying if I started using that term, but yes. I think I want to, because atheist is just like a lack of belief, like okay. you don't have enough, or is like someone who's an anti-theist believes that God is not real. Does that make sense? Yeah. I kind of want to start using that term, but then it's going to be... You know, fucking annoying on being all. See, and it's funny
2: because that's why I almost don't like considering myself. I, I consider myself more of an agnostic rather than an atheist, only because atheist itself has like a negative connotation. Although I think agnostic does now too. But
1: agnostic is more like family friendly. You know, you're just like I'm open, I right? Don't know. I don't know. Right. I don't know. You can't really get mad at someone who's like. I don't it's know. more
2: PC. Yeah. Whereas atheist PC is atheist. like hard
1: line in the sand. Yeah. But I like doing. That. I like I like committing. I like committing myself to do that. Do you? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, I'm one sure of the few things I like committing myself to. Right. Um. It says here, confounded the long accepted convention that confirmed Christian. I guess they just looked at Christians, and the convinced followers of other faiths, or maybe not, are happier and more content with their lives than those without. Religion. But the researchers found that a firm belief in God or strong atheist views are more likely to lead to a satisfied mind than a loose attachment to a religious faith. So I guess if you're kind of committed to something and you think you're right, you think you know the truth, then you have more of a, uh, I don't know, a more, I guess, more direction, maybe, where you feel like you feel more certainty. Like, I'll say I'm I'm pretty certain that God doesn't exist and I'm just going to live my life accordingly like mm-hmm. an atheist heathen. Mm-hmm. Whereas people of God would say, you know, I'm certain that Jesus is Christ, Lord, follower, worship, walks on water, motherfucker. Right. You know, that sort of thing. Water into wine. Water into wine stuff. So, interesting stuff. I am glad to hear that. I think that I'm a pretty happy person. I don't think people necessarily need religion to be happy.
2: Oh, I completely agree with that.
1: I think a lot of people like religion because it gives them a sense of community.
2: But I, if, go ahead. Uh, and I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah. And, and I think that religion serves a fantastic purpose, especially in places where there's like maybe a lot of crime or something mm-hmm. like that. If you can get young people out of the streets and into church right. and involved with the church and doing good shit, like I'm all for that. My whole thing is like, can we activate that sense of community Can we activate that sense of benevolence without entering in, you know, fables, fairies, and unicorns?
2: Right. So, and I was just trying to think, like, what are some things, I mean, other than, like, hobbies and groups and stuff, like, you can't have, like, you know, instead of saying so-and-so church, it's, like, the so-and-so, like, hey, we're going to hang out.
1: Like hobbies. Yeah, you
2: got to have, like, you got to have something in common. Well, here's
1: the thing that's bizarre is, like, you can congregate based on religion. Mm Mm-hmm. Like you can have a Catholic church and, and that can be stocked full of like blacks, whites. Yeah, L- all Latinos, different people
2: other than the, the one belief. But you
1: can't really congregate based on race. Well, you can't you, be like you can, you can depending you, on what race, right? You right? can, yeah. you can't be like, hey, let's celebrate our white culture, <laughs>
2: right? That, right, the white co- gonna, the white cultural center,
1: <laughs> the white cultural center. But you
2: can have like.
1: Black, Latino, the, but, Native American. Or,
2: or where you're from. Like, you have, like, the Polish Cultural Center.
1: That's fine.
2: That's fine. but not. That's, like,
1: an ethnic thing. Right. But race is, like... But there's a lot of intersectionality between nationality and race. Yes. But, like, if you say American, you could be white, you could be Latino, you could be black. Anything, yeah. Gay, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yep. So it's interesting. But I wonder, how, like, what... I, I wonder what would take the place of religion if, if it was to be somewhat removed. I mean... There's a, a lot of intersectionality between culture and religion, and I think that's where a lot of people um, feel like they have to, you know, you can't take one without the other. I was talking to my my friend who I haven't spoken to probably in, like, 12 years. Jesus. But I saw her on Instagram. She always watches my stories. She was a uh, American but an Israeli girl mm-hmm. um, that I knew in college, and she was a year older than me, and she was so mature, like... She kind of reminds me of, like, Bella in a lot of ways where she's, like, she's a neuro—what did she say she was? Like, a neurologist um, at Stanford. Like, okay. she's crazy. Like and, she, and I knew she was going to be, like, top of the line success mm-hmm. when we were, like—she was, like, 22, I was 21. Um, and just a very measured and composed person, always, like, really calm, like, not a dumb bitch, like, always had a good head on her shoulders— And I I saw her like always looking at my stories and I kind of clicked on her profile and there's nothing there of like, it's like cats and shit. Okay. So I reached out to her. I was just like, this is, but you know, I randomly looked at your profile and I have, I have no idea how you've been like over the last 13 years. Can you give me a, an update? She, shit. You know, she has two kids now. She says, you know, we're in the Bay Area. And the Bay Area over there means, you know, San Francisco, Silicon Valley kind of thing. Oh, not Tampa? No, not Tampa. Um, And she said that she's a neurologist at fucking Stanford. I'm like, yes, girl. Work it. And she's an agnostic. But she said Mm. recently, after having kids, it seems like it's the way to go. You kind of fall back into religion because you want your children to have the same cultural upbringing that you did. And especially hmm. her, because I don't think she was born in Israel, but her parents are Israeli. She speaks Hebrew fluently. Okay. So she wants her, and I think her husband is also Israeli, so she wants the kids probably to speak Hebrew. They're going to go to Sunday school. They're going to go to synagogue. They're going to go to a Hebrew school. They're going to do the full nine. Um, but she said that she's found herself falling back into the JCC type of sure. life. Um, now that
2: that seems to be more of a thing with the Jewish community versus the Christian community, because yeah. because and we've talked about it before. Like it's the the Jewish upbringing isn't always about the religion part of it. It's about no. everything else.
1: No, it's 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 very much cultural, yes. culturally culturally centered. Sure, for sure. And when it comes to like the language, the history of yes. the people. Um, the, it's based around
2: the religion But it's more Right the, yes. the
1: history Like you know If you go to Sunday school Or Hebrew school You're definitely Going to take a course On the history of Israel mm-hmm. You're definitely Going to probably take a, a, a class with Israeli dancing Where you have to do All the uh, uh, Whatever bullshit That's more Greek <laughs> right. But
2: whatever I was going to say I thought that was it's, Greek it's stuff It's similar
1: shit It's like Mediterranean sure, shit Sure There's a lot of overlap With like Greek food Arab culture And Israeli culture Like it's all kind of You know Yeah it's it's not exactly the same, but there's a lot of similarities. And so, you know, if you're going to get bar misfoot or ba misfoot, you're going to probably you can't you don't have to speak Hebrew, but you're going to have to be acquainted with the letters, the alphabet. and You're going to need to learn how to read and write mm-hmm. it. So I, I understand where you don't want that to be lost. And you also and I've had this not pressure because I don't have fucking kids and I'm probably not going to have kids, but there's also this pressure of like. My people have 6,000 years of history and I'm going to be the one to fucking ruin it. Oh, my
0: <laughs> like,
1: God. You know, I've thought about that before. I'm like, I can't believe because if you're Jewish or you're Christian, like the lineage to get to you is like you've had to have hundreds of generations mm-hmm. of Jews passing on the culture to the subsequent generation. And then I'm born and I'm just like, yeah, no, fuck y'all. Like, you know, so, Stop here, bitches. <laughs> yeah. so it would certainly be a dead end. Like, I would not take my kids to hebrew school or not you know if they want to learn hebrew later whatever but yeah. i certainly wouldn't take them to synagogue you wouldn't i
2: force them to go
1: My, if i had boys they wouldn't be circumcised like none of that shit and i think that a part of me when i say that out loud it's kind of sad because i still kind of identify as being jewish Oh, uh,
2: that's that, go ahead
1: but another part of me is like maybe not that i'm starting my own religion but uh, why why not start promoting free thinking critical thinking and, and questioning things i think that that are those are more useful tools and that we can find community in other ways like if i had children they certainly they would like much like my parents did with me you're going to be in fucking every hobby and every activity mm-hmm. and every sport that ever existed you're mm-hmm. doing sp- soccer you're doing softball you're doing track and field you're doing dance you're you doing cheer i did t-ball when i was oh, like okay kid okay not softball t-ball but you know baseball shit sure sure um All of that sort of stuff. You know, you're going to learn how to ride a bike. You're going to do surf lessons. You're going to do swim lessons. Like, my parents just added me in fucking everything. Like, get her out of the house. Please, please, please. So, um, I did band, French horn, you know. So, I think that that's... I
2: played the drums.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that that's the way to go is just kind of pump your kids full of activities and sports so that they have a sense of... That's a sense of community. If you have a team or you do dance and you have, like, a squad or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, what were you going to say?
2: Um... The other thing with the Jewish community is even when they quote-unquote leave or become atheist or whatever, like, they still, not practice, but, like, that still means a lot to them. It does. Yeah.
1: And, 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 and for I think
2: more, more so than other religions.
1: Well, I feel because, like...
2: Because it's a culture not necessarily a religion.
1: It is. And also the fact that the Jews have been systematically persecuted against throughout history. Mm-hmm i may even say systematic racism i mean uh, in some parts of the world but not now and i mean of course now like if you go to some parts of the middle sure. east they find out you're jewish you're probably not getting home that night no and
2: i mean but all religions deal with that to a point
1: but but through through the history of time with like you look at like the crusades and you look at you know I, they abolished the jews i think when the moors in like 1492 and obviously the holocaust and shit like that so when you have a people that have had so many struggles as the Jews have had, I'm mm-hmm. not going to say m- me because I haven't. And I'll never claim, you know, that I've had a, a, a victim-type experience when I haven't. I've been lucky as fuck. But, you know, my people have that, you know, there's this sense of we need to keep our culture and traditions alive and we need a band together. Yeah. I mean, I think even you were telling me that, like, I mean, I'm not going to say it, but like, there's a boys' club with Jews.
2: Oh yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. Oh, but I mean, you there help is.
1: out your own, yeah. sort of a thing. Yeah, I, I definitely made that very known when I w- was interacting with people in Detroit that were, um, I don't know what their titles were. Uh, what were <laughs> I forget, like exactly, uh, not a not a contractor, but what's what what is Fred Jacobs? A consultant. Consultant. Thank you. I was, I was talking to to Fred Jacobs, who's Jewish. Yeah. I was hey, we, talking to a guy named Steve Goldstein. Oh. Jewish. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and it was kind of like a, you know, a little bit of a, and I'll put myself in there, it was kind of a boys club, a little bit. Uh,
2: of you course You know, Steve was
1: like telling Fred about me, Fred was telling Steve about me. Yeah. I met with both of them. Yeah. You know, we were, and, and then I'd be like, oh, you know, and be, I knew that they were Jewish. Yeah. I was kind of throwing out some. Fucking Russia, shiny, young, poor stuff. You know, hey, hey, did I mention I was born in fucking Israel? And oh, it's, wow!
2: It's almost like a, you know, if not to bring this back, but you know, if you're if you know you're going to meet with somebody and they're a rock collector, you'd be like, hey, I collect geodes. I said it right, but like, but but it was something, yes. but no, but it's something like that. Like you try to connect with somebody. Yes. and that's, that's a great way to connect with somebody. Absolutely, is having a heritage in common with them. Uh-huh.
1: Absolutely, because then they, it, in a weird way you're almost like family yeah because you can start to i'm like oh, you can would, relate it's absolutely yeah. oh passover would you do this do you have the harosa with the blah blah, blah matzo mm-hmm. like afi um absolutely yeah or you make a jew joke and then you know you you, you talk yeah. about this that and the other and but you're like hey
2: let's go get a pork sandwich
1: right <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> Now i don't think any of them kept kosher but i think a few of them i did meet at a deli i know i met steve at a deli in ann arbor when his son was looking at school so um yeah that's definitely a card you want to pull in any sure. in any regard like if you're uh, part of any absolutely you know whether it be black latino it's just certain use it if just, you got it you absolutely if you have the cards play them yep. play the best of, of your ability don't
2: abuse them use them
1: correct right throw it out there see what see what what yeah. they latch on to for course. sure and if you're ever in an interview this kind of reminded me of something This is a little bit of a pro tip um, show them your horns show them your horns <laughs> if you're ever in an interview um. Start asking the interviewer questions about themselves. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my yeah, God! Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten a job by doing that. Of course. Because you you're thinking and they're thinking. This is about the person I'm interviewing. I'm gonna I'm gonna pummel them with questions. They're gonna be doing most of the talking. I'm gonna be the one asking questions as the interviewer. Mm-hmm. As the interviewee, I'm the, gonna be the one on on the spot. Blah blah blah. Which is partially true, but that does not mean that the conversation has to be about you at all. Right. Every time I've I've done an interview face to face, when that used to be a thing, yeah, um, back in the day, I always get the interviewer talking about themselves.
2: Yeah, or you you also want to do the like, hey, you know you're you know you're the interview asking me, and you're trying to see if I fit for the company. Well, I'm gonna ask you if if I'm if the company is a good fit for me, right? You know that's a good play. That's a good flex.
1: But what's what can work too is if you're not even talking about the job, right? Like there was this one guy that interviewed me for whatever some stupid job in Detroit and he said something about going to california he saw i was from california mm-hmm. and he mentioned he's like oh yeah i went there last week or something and then tried to go i'm like oh where'd you go and, he yeah. st- and then we're talking about fucking napa valley exactly. and S- santa barbara and he went yep. to santa cruz and he's like yeah you know like my uncle is there and it's really cool we went on this like vineyard thing and i was like oh that's awesome
2: yeah, you're in napa valley what else are you gonna do
1: right and so then <laughs> whatever we just start talking about all that and then 20 minutes later, maybe not that long, maybe 15 minutes later, he goes, oh, well, I guess we're out of time. But that was a great interview. Yeah. He walks away thinking like, man, that was awesome. But in reality, I'm like, bitch, I fucking tricked you. Of course. I got you talking about yourself. Everybody loves talking about themselves. They walk away and they're like, that was fucking. I really like that. They're a really friendly person. What a great conversation we had together. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they hire it's you. true. And then they fire you because you, you stole lettuce. lettuce. <laughs> so don't steal lettuce. Don't do that. Don't be the produce thief. And if you do,
2: thief. steal the whole fucking salad.
1: Yeah, or don't steal the iceberg. Like, steal yeah. the whole head yeah. of romaine. romaine,
2: not fucking iceberg. That's the shittiest lettuce there
1: is. That's all that they had. Actually, Ugh. that's probably not even true. But I thought no one would miss this iceberg lettuce. Guess what? Wrong! Wrong! Um,
2: Better than mixed greens and fucking kale. The, well, they didn't have they
1: didn't have that at O O, o- Duels. Duulis. That's I say right.
2: Duels. That's that's Christ. even worse. Alcohol-free beer. What's yeah. the point?
1: I don't get it. I think there's a little bit of alcohol in there. Yeah, it's like
2: 001 percent.
1: I know. I mean, like, who likes the taste of beer in it <laughs> of itself? That's what I'm saying. Beer tastes like shit, and everybody knows it. <laughs> of course. I don't understand how people even enjoy it I imagine the only good thing from beer is that you do Hopefully get drunk but people who enjoy The taste of beer I don't fucking get it It tastes like bitter shit and it all (laughs) tastes The same they're like oh can't you taste the coffee I'm like no it tastes like shit It all tastes like shit I don't Mm -hmm. like any of it But if you are gonna Drink it you know Miller Lite all the way Um Sesame Street Introduces family who has two Gay dads during pride month I'm sure people are upset about it. I thought they already did this. Um, maybe they did. Who knows? But it says here on the episode, Nina, who's a person, introduces her brother and his husband, played by who cares. Okay, so we get it. Two gay dads on Sesame Street. Before I even weigh in on this, Blitz, you have a small child. I know that's i I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bring it up that way. I know you had a...
2: <laughs>
1: you have a small child. They're watching Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. This comes on. Give us a play-by-play. What does Daddy Blitz do?
2: It depends on how they bring it up.
1: Okay, but let's pretend that they're not fucking each other in the ass and they're not making out on Sesame Street, but they're just like, this is my husband. Okay, I don't care. Okay, right? Yeah, I don't care. Okay. I feel the same way. I People freak out because for some reason, like when we see a normal couple on a TV show for kids, say like Sesame Street, you see a normal couple.
2: By the way, for kids shows, there are no... Well, I shouldn't. Never mind. I want to say
1: normal. That was probably the wrong word to use.
2: I know that's what I was just thinking too. But like on kids' standard. shows, standard there there is a variety of families now,
1: right? But let's say like the standard is a heterosexual couple, right? For some reason, in most people's minds, that relationship is not sexualized, right? You think, like, mom and dad. Yeah. that's And if they have kids, they fucked. Like, that's a sexual relationship. Right, right. But then all but of a that's sudden... That's the fuck prize. Right. Yeah. But It's a fuck proof. <laughs> but when you have, like, a gay couple, all of a sudden everybody's like, well, I don't want it in that two guys fuck each other, have sex. It's yeah. like, what did you think the heterosexual couple was doing? Right. So it's weird that, like, with homosexual stuff, everything, if it's related to, like, anything child-related, all of a sudden... All people can think about is the sex that well, people that too, are having. And,
2: and so it's probably not really as much anymore, like, at all. But back in the day, like, 20, 30, 40 years ago, when it was a heterosexual person or couple, they were like, well, they like to fuck kids. Like, that was, like, the big thing. Is like, Yeah. Say that again? Like, they thought that, like, if you were a homosexual. I don't know. Did I say hetero? Oh, yeah. I'm you sorry. said heteros. Yeah, I got no, confused. Homosexual were, like, kid fuckers. Like, okay. that was Like, that was, like, one in the same.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, it um, was right. Well, I didn't. I I never heard that. Maybe that was a little bit before my time. I mean, I heard about the AIDS stuff, but I, you know, I never heard about kid fucking.
2: They were all, yeah. They were like, they were. Oh, it's a pedophile. Like, If homosexual meant you were also a pedophile
1: well that is true for priests but well it's,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah but for everybody else it's if you're just a normal gay person yeah you're probably uh not into kids
2: well no no shit
1: yeah so i mean as long as they're not over sexualizing the couple i have no problem but i would also have a problem if they were over sexualizing a heterosexual couple and it was for a kid's you know kids programming i'd have issues with that that's why i would never take a kid to a gay pride festival. It's I there mean,
2: was a lot of them when we went to that one in Ebor with me, Lummy, and Ashley. Yeah, there was a lot. There was and a lot of kids. Let me ask
1: you this I, I have been to a gay pride parade before, and I've also seen you know videos of them as well. It's a very sexual parade, right? Very there's scantily clad men, women, yes. probably a lot of topless women and topless men and guys with their balls hanging out, which is no, I have no problem with anybody's sexuality, sure. but those are very sexualized. Parades they and are. crowds, and I would not want to bring a kid around that. Even if there was a yeah, heterosexual there was a guy there that whipped Lummy, right? Like that. There's no reason you need to have a fucking toddler there seeing that shit. It's just well, there you was know. like a
2: lot of young, like young young kids dressed up as well.
1: Okay, it, it, totally inappropriate. I like, mean, if this was just a parade where it's like you know, like Disney parade, no problem, no problem. Mm-hmm. But it's it's fucking not. Right. So I don't understand why everybody just thinks that that is okay. I, 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 I. If I had a kid, I would not be taking them to any sort of parade where there's a lot of young people and they're not wearing a lot of clothes and they're doing a lot of sexual acts. That's yeah. just not. That's just not kid. Yeah, I, don't, appropriate. I don't care what
2: the meaning behind the parade is. Yeah, gay straight. You don't a, yeah, you don't bring a kid to that. Doesn't
1: matter. Yeah. I almost said that to my gay hairdresser when we were talking about pride and I just wanted to be like, listen, buddy, I hate all crowds of people like I'm not going. To- <laughs> he didn't go to the gay pride uh, parade anyways, but I wanted to be like, I would never go to a gay pride just because I don't like I don't like crowds. I think I went I didn't really go in St. Pete. I like went to the after parties. OK, but it's in the middle. I mean, in June is hot. I got to say the month. one in
2: Tampa was was kind of fun.
1: I'm sure it is. It was and kind of fun. There's plenty of people watching. <laughs> there was
2: a lot of people watching,
1: especially in June, and it's hot and it's muggy and it's it's just and you're with a bunch of people and yeah. the the bathroom situation is probably not ideal. I'm just you're not going to see me out on the street. Like I said, I'm never going to Gasparilla unless I'm going to my friend's penthouse mm-hmm. and looking down at the peasants spitting on their heads. Get out of here, pleb. Oh, what a bitch. Yeah. So I don't have an issue with sesame street and the gay dudes and no as long as they don't like
2: they're not like by the way my dad is this and here's what they do well i mean they wouldn't say that but like (laughs) here's what they do and blah 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 and like just carry on just like introduce it say what it is no big deal like who cares move on yeah because it's it's it is the norm now so who cares
1: yeah and and your kids are gonna come across like gay people in their life and especially if you were to expose a kid and say like yeah sometimes uh guys like guys and Sometimes guys like girls and girls like girls. And the kids yeah. will literally go, oh, okay.
2: Yeah. That's it. But when they're 15 or, you know, well, not 15, but like, you know, when they're like 11 or 12 and you tell them that, they're like, "What? what is that? Like, explain it to me.
1: Yeah. People are so dumb. They think that if they expose their kids to stuff that's gay, that their kid's going to be gay. <laughs> Please get out no. of here. No. If
2: your kid's gonna be gay, he's gonna be gay. He's
1: gonna be gay. If yeah. anything, like it's probably better he sees or she sees that early, so they're like, oh, okay, so I'm not, like a freak of nature, yeah. you know. So
2: they don't feel bad about themselves.
1: I can't tell you how many stories I've like horror stories I've heard yep. of, of people from small towns that you know just they they couldn't tell anybody, they didn't know that anybody was even like them they thought that they were this freak of nature when in reality there's millions of people cl- across the globe that are gay just like them i mean it's really really sad
2: i know someone's i there's i i, I can't say how i know them uh but there's a, a couple that i know mm-hmm. they're an older couple and their kid committed suicide when he was 17 or 18 because he was gay and afraid to tell anybody
1: now were the parents and the parents
2: were like really good parents like, super involved. I know. I but they know.
1: weren't... Were they, like, really Christian? Or? They were
2: religious, but not, like, super, like...
1: Not to the point where they would disown their kid?
2: Or... No, they wouldn't. Like, they probably wouldn't be happy, to be honest, but, like, they would be cool. Supportive. They'd, like, they'd be supportive. Was the... I mean, obviously, there's probably other issues as well. Yeah. But that was, like, the major issue.
1: Was the kid being bullied at school, or... I don't know. Was it in Florida? Can you yeah. Hmm. Can you give not me a ar- city? It wasn't around here. Can you give me a city? No.
2: Okay. And it was like 10 years ago, 15 years ago.
1: Was it in a big city? Or was mm, it, more it was in or or was it like in a plant city?
2: It was like a plant city, even, right, sm- even yeah. smaller.
1: They were probably getting bullied at school. Probably. It's sad stuff. Sad, sad stuff. A1390 Bubba <clears throat> also wanted to discuss this as well. Let's see. Oh, vaccine stuff. Should we get into it? Sure. Not that I'd like to see the vaccine fail. I certainly not. I do not. <laughs> By the way... I went. I was on Hinge this weekend, and there was oh a little God. notification that's like.
2: I saw that. You
1: can change your vaccine. I, update. I saw the
2: same thing.
1: So I go on it just I, to see. I X'd out of it. No, no, no. So this is what I did. I went, like I tried to change the setting. Let me hold on.
2: Yeah, I saw the same thing yesterday. No, no,
1: no, 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 no. but like, let me, let me. Hold on. There's something here. Did I delete it? No, I didn't. There's a lot of ugly. Okay, on so Hinge. here it says. COVID vaccine. These are the options it gives you. Vaccinated. A. Mm-hmm. B. Partially vaccinated. C. Not yet vaccinated. And D. Prefer not to say. There's nothing what? that says will not be getting vaccinated. That's fucked not up. Not vaccinated. And I, I screenshotted that. I sent that to Will. I'm like, look at this fucking bullshit. Yeah, that's
2: fucked Obviously up. Obviously, you
1: can tell which way the, the people in Silicon Valley running this are leaning. Of course. The fact that it didn't say anything like not planning on getting vaccinated, it says not yet vaccinated. As if everybody has the intention and the plan to get vaccinated.
2: You know, I almost clicked on it because, like, at the bottom it was like the little button to click to see to, and then like at the top was the X. I'm like, yeah, fuck, I don't care.
1: Yeah. So, um, I think they're obviously trying to pressure people into getting vaccinated or at least yeah, yeah. But here. I saw this. And again, like I don't want people to get sick. I don't want people to die. But <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but I it is like when you start seeing all this shit come out, you go, yeah, this is why I'm fucking waiting a minute to see how everybody else reacts before I fucking get the jab in my mm-hmm. neck slash arm. It says here. Heavier bleeding, vaccine watchdog closely monitoring 4,000 women, which isn't that many, but still, reporting period problems after getting their, their jab. Hmm. This is mostly, it seems like the majority of this came from people who got the AstraZeneca okay. vaccine. I want to say that was the most. Who do but we
2: know that got that recently? Do we? Somebody that came in the studio got it recently.
1: I know people got Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. Not AstraZeneca. I don't even think it was available in the U.S. I think it got banned or pulled before it even um, was available to the public. But it says here uh, about 2,700 problems linked to the AstraZeneca vaccine. And then it said here about 1,100 to the Pfizer, 66 to Moderna. All right, so not that many. But still, you know, these are the sorts of things I'm just kind of waiting to come out. And even in the article, they said, well, you know, they didn't have any problems in the trials, but also the trials weren't very fucking long. So, and they obviously didn't have as many people in the trials as they are when they give it to the, you know, the entire globe population.
2: And I'm just reading now, too, that people that got the AstraZeneca vaccine won't be allowed into certain places like a vaccine person because it's not approved everywhere.
1: Oh, so they have to, like, get another vaccine?
2: <laughs> or because it says if you're, like, people, or this this specific article talks about Canadians that got it. Coming into the U.S. Okay, that because it's not FDA approved, it doesn't count as them getting the vaccine. So places that require vaccines, they won't be able to get into. Don't even
1: count it. So now you got a heavy (laughs) ass period. You got a third arm growing out of your chest, and you can't even get into the ball game. I mean, talk about a lose 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 situation. It's really really sad. I'm sorry guys, if you were dumb. It's not funny. I don't. I don't understand how people were just like clamoring. They're like could not wait to get fucking stabbed Mm -hmm. and jabbed. I was like, people are like trying
2: to cheat the system.
1: They're I like, know. hey, I'm a
2: I'm an ambulance driver. Let me get the vaccine. I'm
1: like, all right, decap, relax. Yeah, Jesus Christ. So I mean, well, he I had some
2: comorbidities. So
1: <laughs> yeah, you get quite a few. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was just uh, I've, I've been kind of just laying low, just seeing what else you know, what everybody else is doing, how everybody else is reacting.
2: Exactly.
1: And. I will stay unvaccinated as long as possible, and I also like telling people that because Me it too. upsets them.
2: <laughs> Me too. And it's
1: just fun to see to get people squirm, and and then I go, you know, this this is the standard argument you're going to get into. Are you vaccinated? Or they'll no, they'll probably start like this. So how you know what vaccine did you get? Mm-hmm. I'm like the sponge. They're like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, I got I got poisoned by that's <laughs> the finest strain of Amer- Indiana white trash. So I tell them I'm like, yeah, I got it. And then I've you know what I've been saying that the excuse I've been having over the last three months is you're not supposed to get the vaccine 90 days after you have the the disease. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's pretty much up like uh, a couple of weeks yeah, at the beginning of July. So that's obviously running out, but they're like, okay, so but you're planning on getting but it, but
2: you can still say I had it in April. so they you still got your yeah, yeah, it could July. be late April, right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah.
1: But once that's over, once we're in October, um, people, you know, they go, well, you're planning on getting it right. And I'll say, uh, no. The first thing that they immediately think is they're like, so why are you anti-vax? I know. I'm like, well, no, that's also untrue. I've, I've had all of my other vaccines that I needed. You know, this one is just kind of, you know, it's new and fresh, hot in the market. I'm just kind of waiting to see how everybody else drops dead. You know, and then they they immediately go to the most extreme conspiracy theories they're like oh so you think like bill gates is uh injecting a chip into us i'm like probably not that's not it either um and so they they just kind of accuse you of being a bad person this that and the other and they go i I said well i have i had it so i have antibodies and they always say well you don't know how long those last and i go but you don't know how long your vaccine ones last
2: or if it works at all yeah
1: or you might be bleeding heavily so who the fuck knows So, yeah, no, everybody that's getting the vaccine is not doing it for their health unless they're old. They're doing it because they want to they want to live their lives and it's convenient to have the vaccine. Peer pressure and peer pressure. Right. But I'm not going to get peer pressure in that shit because in that regard, I'm I'm interested in my own health, but not when it comes to doing cocaine and (laughs) and drinking energy drinks.
2: Humans are very strange. Yes, I know. It
1: really was an intervention type thing, but I was I was very cool about it. So
2: can I tell you? My mom has a really good friend, a lady, and she goes over there a lot. Well, her husband's a big fan of the show. So I guess, like, he fills her on on things that are going on on the show. <laughs> so it's kind of the same same thing, but she hears it, like, secondhand now.
1: Oh, interesting. Kind of like uh, Bubba's dad. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a mole. Yeah, well, th- kind of. I
2: mean, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much the same thing, but he's like actually like a really he's a good fan actually. But my and my mom stayed over at their house last
1: night. Okay. She got drunk. Interesting.
2: And stayed over there.
1: Okay, that's good. Mom's having a good time. No, I agree. Uh, so I just but, came across. Sorry, go ahead. Yep, go ahead. No, you go. Um, I just came across this article and it was really weird because it's on New York Post, okay. and the guy's face I know. Now it's not Marbles,
2: but what, you know him.
1: Yeah. He's a uh, bartender at, I'm going to, can I, he's a bartender, at... he was at copper Shaker. Okay. He almost uh, scammed me out of like a $20 bill one time. He thought it was a tip, and I was like, no, I need change. What'd he do? Um, Florida bartender who saved women from creep, no stranger, to weird vibes. Whatever. Uh. Okay, so we say, I guess women were freaked out. If this guy's bothering you, put your ponytail up on your other shoulder, and I will... Have him removed. He's giving me the creeps. Okay, so he just like helped some oh, woman okay. out. And he made it he's seem like it was a bill. Hero. No, but I mean that's cool. I mean no, I thought I he was kind of a I thought he tried it was weird because I saw his face and I'm like, I've seen that face before. <laughs> did he murder somebody? <laughs> so I clicked on it just now. Like, he's a That's
2: a guy that tried to me out of money. What did he do? Oh, he's yeah, a hero.
1: I, I was kinda of pissed and I was really drunk and I think that he was taking advantage of that. I think I was like, Oh, I like paid for a round
2: mm-hmm. and then
1: was expecting the change and he like just took like i don't know i think i gave him i think the bill was like 21 and i gave him 40
2: oh yeah no that's not and cool. then
1: like i was like hey where's the rest of my fucking
2: money yeah
1: and he's like, oh okay like i didn't i'm like are you kidding me like no i'm not giving you like a that's like almost 100% if it was like tip. seven
2: dollars and you handed about 10 of course you know duh no, but, but you
1: never assume you no, always no, give it back i agree i agree even if it's like 50 cents you give it back
2: yeah, but I mean, it's also on up to you to be like, "Hey, keep that fucking." Don't give me a
1: fucking. Yeah, but change. I didn't say that. No, I know, I know. I didn't. Tr- I would fucking but, never but, say that. But
2: when it's twenty-one dollars and you hand someone a, t- a forty, duh, give them their fucking. Yeah, change. I just
1: remember, and it, I was so drunk, and it's so funny because even if I'm really drunk, I never, I keep tabs on my money, man. I keep tabs on that money. Why go, is that? Because I'm a Jew.
2: Oh, I was not what I was thinking. It runs. I deep. was gonna say because you're poor, but.
1: Well, that too, but it's you know. <laughs> Sometimes poor people, if they come into, like, they get paid, they, like, spl- blow all their oh, money. of course. I'm not like that, you know. I hold on to it tight, real tight. <laughs> Even though I have been spending a bunch of shit recently, which probably what? not the best. I bought this thing because Jose, my hairdresser, told me to.
2: Okay, what is it?
1: So he did my hair, and I was just like, I, I-, I was almost, like, sad because I was, like, my hair's never going to look this good. I can't do what you do. Right. Because, you know, I mean, maybe you don't know, but, like, with women, I don't even know. It's a round brush and the hair dryer, and they do this thing with, like, I know, I know what you're talking dryer. about. I know what you're talking about. So I can't do that because I have no uh, skills at all. I have, like, two left feet on my hands, so it's just like, <laughs> yeah. what am I doing? And then my arms get tired, and then I get hot, and I just go, fuck this. <laughs> so I've been wearing my hair curly for my entire life. Okay. So Jose says to me, girl you can do this i'm like jose i really can't i told you i have two left feet all my hands i can't do it mm-hmm. and he said girl you need to get the revlon like one two in one styler oh or that something. has the
2: that has the fucking thing it's a round brush yeah, yeah, with a yeah.
1: fucking blow dryer in it yeah and i went huh and he goes yeah like the revlon two in one hair dryer deal shenanigans and i went what it was okay. about 34 bucks it's like 40 45 yeah. bucks okay that's not bad so I, you know, I did my YouTube research, watched these hot bitches fucking yep. do it. And they, I'm like, okay. And they're literally just like, it's really easy. I go, done deal. Okay, so I bought it okay. and now I have it. So we'll see tomorrow if my hair looks like oh, shit, we'll no, see. If no. it looks like shit, guess, guess what's getting returned. And guess who's getting a negative review on Yelp? Jose. Just kidding. He did a phenomenal job. So um, <laughs> I'm really, really she bad at hair. Tomorrow it's going like, to be like super puffed out. Hopefully, fucking not. Uh, I Hopefully, hope so. I can. And in some of the girls I was watching, like they kind of have hair like mine, like kind of crazy. Oh, okay. I'm like, well, if they can do it, but then some of them were just like normal white bitches. I'm like, you don't understand my struggle, mm-hmm. and you don't live in Florida. You live in fucking Pittsburgh. Right. It's a different situation you over drink there. Drink Rolling Rock. Yeah, you drink Rolling Rock. I didn't know that was a thing over
2: there. I guess it's a PA beer
1: or something. I guess so. Um, let's take um mini break, and okay. we'll come back once I get a song going. And we'll finish the show. We'll hang out. I will take calls. I know I haven't taken calls in weeks because you guys derail me sometimes. Bunch of fuckers. Makes me sad. So we'll be back in a few minutes and uh, sit tight. (laughs)
0: Thank <laughs> you. You get a whole lot of creative smarts. Feel it in the sunrise, even in the nighttime.
1: Welcome back. Oh, that's hot. Welcome back to Off the Rails. Probably got about 25 to 30 more minutes of us. Um,
2: If you're lucky. If
1: you're lucky. The Olympics, the Summer Olympics are coming up. They were supposed to happen last year in 2020, but obviously we were Mm -hmm. in a bit of a crisis last year. And now the Olympics are approaching in Japan is it Tokyo? Is that I stupid? So. That is Tokyo, right?
2: I believe so. Okay. Cool. Well, yes.
1: Uh, I didn't know if it was like no soccer or something. I'm, I fucked it
2: yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, it. it's. I know it's in Japan. It's in Tokyo, but it's all ar- you know, all around.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the Olympics are coming up. I am not a big fan of sports when it comes to hockey or basketball or football okay. or baseball or pretty much anything. I like UFC, but anything like. The, you know, the standard stuff that people like, I find tremendously boring. Okay. Went to the soccer game this weekend. Just, I just, get <laughs> me the fuck, it, please. Yeah, get me out of here. Yeah, I can here. only imagine. Is soccer, uh, you know, I, I think it's more interesting than baseball, but that's not saying much. Because baseball yeah. is boring as fuck, too.
2: Yeah, it is.
1: But, you know, it's just, and this isn't like a soccer country.
2: Uh, no.
1: If we were in Brazil... If we were in Spain, Germany, like those places, go apeshit for soccer. Yes, uh, well, not so much football. Yeah, football, whatever. Here, people really could care less. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like a lot of people. It's it's weird because I feel like soccer is probably. I know it's the most played sport in the world, obviously, but let's just speak straight in America. Most like. Boys and girls play soccer. I played soccer. I do too. Right. So it's like it's weird because a lot of kids are getting exposed to it in America.
2: And have for a long time.
1: Right. It's like so many girls, boys, it's like, oh, I have the kid in soccer. Yeah. They usually usually they fall off though. Uh, There's oh, not a, they, all,
2: they all fall yeah, off. Yeah,
1: soccer isn't really like a sticky sport. It's not no. a really a money making sport in the States. No. You know, I mean if you're Cristiano Ronaldo or uh what's his name? Messi in Argentina or something, mm-hmm. I mean fuck. But in the States, unless you're Megan Rapino with purple hair, you're probably—and even then, you're not making as much money as the men. Wham! That's a different issue. But nevertheless, when the Olympics roll around, the Summer Olympics specifically, I get really excited. because Okay, yeah. Because—and not so much for the team sports, because I feel like there's a lot of, like, chance involved with, like, a play, right sure. time, whatever. Not just saying it doesn't rely on skill. Obviously, it does. But there's a, a, a luck factor. And I'm sure there's luck factors with every sport, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Of course. But when we're looking at, like, elite human athletes, like, this is the best humans are in regards to athletic prowess. That's what's going to the Olympic Games. Yeah. So when you're seeing, like, people compete, especially probably the most exciting races, like 100 the 100-meter meter dash. Yeah. Uh, you're seeing the fastest humans on the planet. Like it becomes like a species thing yeah. where you're like, holy fuck, that's what humans are capable of, the best in the world. And the Olympics, to me at least, like you can see warring countries peacefully competing against each other in water polo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can see them. Uh, Lane by, uh, lane by lane against each other. You know, if it's, I don't know, the U.S. versus Russia or whatnot. And it's all just about sports and human excellence. It always has been until now. Um, it wasn't a place for politics. Every now and you know, obviously with the, the Black um, Panthers and stuff like that. Yeah. But but that was just like... And it like, has been in the past. Sure, like people are taking knee or something like that. But it you for the most part, politics have, have really been left out of it. And it's just about competing being the best that you can be and a display of human excellence. And I love the Olympics for that. You know, it's just about pure athletic ability. And there's something really like beautiful and like magical yeah, you seem about like that.
2: You're definitely into that.
1: I like that. I yeah. like seeing like the, f- like I like records being broken, mm-hmm. obviously, and not like stats where it's like, how many times you hit the ball? It's like, how fast can this motherfucker run? Like right. humans are capable of running, whatever. What, what would you say? Like, 25 miles per hour or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be and someone actually had a, a really great suggestion i would love to see like an average joe i was just
2: gonna say the same thing
1: so you can kind of get a reference yep. point of because, like how spectacular these because, people are because
2: on tv you don't you don't understand
1: and you're like well you know between first and eighth maybe like less than a second obviously in the hundred meter dash right. of course it is yeah um, but seeing them all
2: run they're all very good athletes. So, and you don't really you don't get the speed on camera you're like they just they're just r- people that are running.
1: Bimbo coming in 5 seconds after everybody yeah. else and it's only, you know, 100 meters. Like right. that's what I want to see and you're like, "Oh, okay, that's I want to see the fat American, the chubby American that's just trying to, you know, try not to walk."
2: Well, no, I want to see the guy that like you know, he goes out and runs. He's kind of in shape, but he's not a runner. Right. Okay. You know, some like That some, would probably he, be better. At least they get a chance. Right.
1: You right. Know,
2: and then they just whoop their ass.
1: It like unbelievably fast. And yeah. it, like you said, you really can't get a good grip on how fast these people are because they're all really fucking fast. And we're yeah. just talking about the track right now.
2: Sure. But I in, mean, in general, whatever that, whatever. That's it is.
1: certainly the most um, popular sport. It's track.
2: Yeah, probably. I mean, in like, gymnastics,
1: um, maybe. Yeah, I I mean, like,
2: the 100-meter is, like, that's, like, the event.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, even with, like, the decathlon or the 400, the hurdles or something, people like those races. Sure. They're fucking short. You know, the 100-meter. What's the 100-meter world record? It's Usain Bolt. It's, like, 9. I don't know. 9-1. It's it's 9-something, is it? Let's see. 100-meter-record. dash 9.58. Usain Bolt in 2009, while the women... And it's crazy, like, the women are less than a second after the men. Yeah, 10.49. I mean, that's fucking insane. That's wild. But, you know, I'm glad we made that comparison because (laughs) we're kind of... We're dipping into uh, uncharted and delicate waters right now. And I've, you know, I was... Kind of brief before we went on, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about this very delicately. Mm-hmm. But it's something because that
2: because we support everybody.
1: Yeah, but this isn't even about like supporting people in their I'm lifestyles. Just saying we yes.
2: support everybody. Right.
1: Sorry. <laughs> Let's first start with that opening statement. We support everybody yes. and uh, their their ability and their and desires really... to live however they please.
2: And I really do. I mean, that's yeah. We know, don't. Whatever. That's not tongue in cheek. Care. I
1: really right. Listen, you do you. I'm, I yeah. consider myself to be a libertarian in pretty yep. much every way. Me too. Don't tread on me, but do whatever the fuck you want to yeah, do exactly. as long as you're not hurting anybody else. Don't
2: step on. Don't step on snake.
1: Don't step on the snake. So the Olympics are—they're getting ruined. They're being wokeified, and I don't want a woke Olympics. I want a fair Olympics. Mm-hmm. Much like Caitlyn Jenner said. I have no problem with trans people. Obviously, who cares? Like, do yep. you? It exactly. doesn't, doesn't matter. Live nope. your life. I just want you know you should be striving for happiness. I'm mm-hmm. I'm all about happiness being the end goal. If that living uh, uh the life of a female when you're male born male or vice versa makes you happy, then by all means go and do absolutely. it absolutely. But now we're running into problems because it, it those are com- two completely separate issues. One being you know we think that trans people should be able to live however they please. That's one issue. Second issue is when we start talking about sports and advantages and fairness. Mm-hmm. That is a separate issue. Those two often become conflated. Right. So when you start talking about, you know, I don't think it's fair if a trans woman competes with naturally born women, then you're labeled as a transphobic person or you're a transphobic, you hate trans people. And I'm like, whoa, that's a massive leap. I That's not what I was saying at all. I have no problem with that. It is weird how those two get kind of yeah, like they meld, they-, they mend together. And that's not at all the issue that most people have with trans athletes. It's all about fairness, because that is what sport should be about. Is at, You know, that's why they test for PEDs. Mm-hmm. That's why they test for, you know, androgen levels, testosterone, whatever the case may be, because they want it to be a fair fight, so to speak. They want everybody to be, you know, level playing field. Nobody should be having any enhancements or anything like that to give you. I mean, they've I mean, was it... I'm fucking up my Olympian history. Was it Carl Lewis who was stripped of the. Um, the gold medal, I could I don't want to be throwing out as I feel like it was in the 70s where someone was their medal was revoked because they were they tested positive for something after the games. I could be wrong, but I look I'm,
2: at the list of stripped Olympic medals.
1: It was definitely wow, there's a lot of them.
2: It was oh definitely like God. in the
1: seventies. It was a, he was a sprinter. It was a Carl Lewis or was someone else, or did Carl Lewis win because somebody else got disqualified?
2: I don't know. There's okay. a lot of them though.
1: Okay. If I heard the name, I'd probably be able to tell you. Maybe Chad can chime in and help us out here. Uh, was it Ben Johnson? Okay, people are saying Ben Johnson. That in the sounds. Seventies though. I think it was the seventies. Nineteen eighty-eight
2: right? Summer Olympics. Ben Johnson of Canada. What, what, what Men's was it? hundred meter. Eight
1: hundred. Eighty-eight. Yeah, eighty-eight. Okay, so eighties. Ben Johnson from Canada. Okay, and then who won by default? Mm, was it Michael Johnson? I don't know. So what? 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 What showed up in Ben Johnson's system? Was it just? I'm like trying to find out right now. PED? I mean, obviously, some sort of Peds. Mm-hmm. The guy had faked being robbed, okay, not the 70s. Okay, crack? Okay, that's not right. Okay, you guys are just messing with me. But, um, yeah, so the Olympics have been historically about fairness, you know, and, and to think that they would strip Ben Johnson from his medal because he was on some performing enhancing drugs, then why would they allow a naturally born
2: Oh, he had a, he had a stands on all. He had a steroid, anabolic steroid.
1: Okay. Why would they allow a naturally born male to compete um, in the women's weightlifter weightlifting competition? So
2: because it, she because she now has low testosterone levels. That's why.
1: It says here, Kiwi. So she's uh, from New Zealand. Uh, New Zealander weightlifter Laurel Hubbard to become first transgender athletes to compete at the games. Now, this person was competing as a male, I think, up until 2013. I think that's what I read yesterday. I could be well, wrong. That's,
2: that's a long time. I think you're right, though.
1: Um, Hubbard, who won the silver at the 2017 World Championships and represented New Zealand at 2018 before suffering a serious injury in the competition. All right. Um, I'm pretty sure... She- I
2: think it did say 13.
1: 2013, I think she competed against with men. Yes. Now even though she has more estrogen than she did before mm-hmm. due to whatever sort of hormone she's been taking, especially after, if you've gone through puberty fully male, if you started taking hormones pre-puberty, which is I don't recommend, not to say that there would be more of an argument that you could be able to compete in it more fairly especially if we're going male to female but after puberty if you're fully developed male and then you decide to transition thereafter there's cer- certain things that are immutable um, your musculature your bone density your body fat percentage just the structure of your bones and your muscles and whatever these things can be altered with hormones but there's just a certain amount that's going to be fixed you know you, there, there's just there's only so much that you can do you just cut off someone's genitals and say now you're you're female um you know you can identify as whatever you want but when we're talking strictly about sports and elite Mm -hmm. athletes this is completely unfair and if i was a female weightlifter i would boycott i would not i would say if we all boycott and we refuse to compete yep then they're gonna have to do something about this
2: because you're probably not gonna win
1: you're probably not gonna win like that's why i mean that's why we don't have co-ed events
2: and by the way uh the 10 animals per deciliter not deciliter per uh, per liter is not that low of a number like there's there's what does men, that mean what does that mean the the testosterone level okay that's the, that's the ioc's upper limit for women what's ioc the international Olympic committee okay okay that's their upper limit well that there's doctors that won't even prescribe men TRT that are that level.
1: Now, I know there's, there's like some women from like, woman, excuse me, from like Ethiopia or something. And she just has like really, really high natural androgen right, levels. Right, there's that too, yeah. Which, I mean, I think you got to let it that eat because it's just natural. If she's not on anything, she's physically But they've female. banned those
2: people though. Because if you—it doesn't matter if you're male or female. If you're over 10, they won't let you compete.
1: All right. Well, if those are the rules, those are the rules. But I mean, if you're—if—if if you haven't taken anything additional, and—but then I—I I consider that within the realm of like just to, uh, like you're gifted. Yeah, that's you know that's part of your genetic gift.
2: I—I I, I kind of agree. You know what agree. I mean? I if it's natural, agree.
1: I say if there's if there's nothing external that you're taking. Right. Then even if you have high androgen levels, like. I mean that's the difference between like okay these people are faster because they have more quick twitched muscles right, versus right, this right. person. It's just that's the you're genetically gifted. Correct. All the people in the Olympics are genetically I, gifted. But I think
2: I think the problem is though I don't know if you can actually test if it's a hundred percent natural or if they are taking. I think that's the issue. Right. I mean they have to give a number where they're like hey if you're over this we just can't let you participate because right.
1: I know that there's this I, I think she's a long distance runner but she does she looks very androgynous. I've, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think she's South African. It.
2: We've talked about it. before. I think she's South
1: African, and she is female. Like, she, and she's not allegedly not on anything, but she does have ex- like exceptionally high androgen Christine levels. Chris Daniels, thank
2: you for the bits.
1: Yeah, Yo, thank you very much. Um, so, in, in that regard, at least if it, it was up to me, I would say you got to let that eat. Like, that's just part of her gift.
2: Yeah, if you can, if you can prove that she Correct. didn't take anything, that's Correct. the hard part. Yeah, she took
1: nothing externally, and it's just sure. her genetic gift. then fine, fine. But this. Eh, got some issues Now it's weird because you don't really see the opposite. You don't really see a lot of female athletes who are transitioning into male who want to compete with the men. Uh, that uh, seems to be well, rare.
2: You do find them that want to. The problem is they're not competitive.:
1: Fine. Whatever. I, I, I almost, well, you don't hear
2: about them because they're not competitive.
1: R- right. but you, I mean, you hear
2: about it the other way around because this this lady' it's an unfair advantage. is destroying the competition?
1: Yes. Because yes. because
2: she grew up as a male until 13, 14, 2013, 2014, so she got to to build the body structure with high testosterone levels.
1: Right I now mean, she
2: might not have it now, but even even ten is not that low.
1: Yeah, and at a certain point it is it is fixed after puberty. You know uh, things can can be changed to a certain degree, but you know at, at some point like Ellen pa- Elliot Page is never gonna look like a buff rugged dude she's like a small petite mm-hmm. born female person have you have you seen her no no, no i saw i was actually kind of surprised but also not surprised that um instagram posted this but i mean if they got flagged they would have been it would have been a mess she posted a picture post mastectomy and she was shirtless okay so she resembled you could see the scars but she doesn't have breath was a lot
2: of people those at the gay pride parade in ebor not a lot but there was like a few and and they were completely shirtless that had mastectomies yeah
1: okay i mean sure i mean you really don't have breasts at that point no i know but like but elliot page is never gonna probably grow like a full beard and she's not gonna be you know six not to say every guy can grow full beard into a six four but you know she's really she's going to have like she's going to look like an effeminate male and men that transition into women more likely than not, are probably going to look like more masculine, more muscular women. You know, I
2: mean, on the, as a whole, yes. Yeah,
1: not every single person. Some, of you know, sometimes it's it's a little bit harder to tell. But like with Caitlyn Jenner, for example, I think she's six two, right? Like she's mm-hmm. pretty tall. She's, uh, has a, a a large stature. She has broad shoulders, not as broad as she once did. But you, you know, she she still resemble has a lot of male characteristics because she lived her entire adult life as a male until very recently, yep. which is again totally fine. But even she said, and I was so grateful and thankful that she said that that Caitlyn Jenner said, who is tra- a transgender woman, said it is not fair. Right, it's not fair. I mean, she uh, she An is a world class. Right, yes. right. It, it, I always say, at at best, it's unfair. At worst, it's dangerous. When yeah. you Started talking about combat sports. Of and course. S- what was you're, her name? You're breaking
2: F- orbital Fox. bones. Yeah, Fallon Fox.
1: Who was yeah breaking orbital bones yeah. and just like smashing women. I mean, at the at best they're beat, at worst they're dead. So I mean, right. it's just it's really unfair in every single which way you kind of look at it. And I have a massive problem with this. Mm-hmm. I think that the Olympic Committee should make you know, and they're going to get they're going to get pushback and stuff like that. Unfortunately, you know. It, by making it okay for one person, you're fucking every other competitor in the competition. Yes. And, you know, when people say, oh, you're transphobic, the best thing to say to those people is, like, you're anti-feminist. You right. hate women. Right. Because if I hate trans, then you hate women, actually. Right. because right. women, these women have been working their entire fucking lives, training, getting stronger, this, that, and the other. And then you have someone who was probably pretty good as a male competitor. Yeah. Now competing with women I mean it's just like what the fuck yeah and you gotta think too
2: these women like they've been training most of them their whole life or a lot of their life for this and they get like one maybe two shots at the Olympics oh yeah it's it's very rare that anyone gets more than like two
1: yeah and then you add in like Everything was delayed a year, so then it's like, oh fuck, my four-year yeah. plan turned into a five-year plan. Yeah. And much like Blitz said, because it's a, a four-year cycle, I mean, like y- y- you're not gonna be super competitive for 40 years. No, you got l- maybe one, two, if you're lucky, three. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Like once in a fucking blue moon, there'll be a fourth competitor, but yeah, very, very, very rare. rare. That's very rare. You can't be that competitive for that long just because it's so strenuous to train. Sure. So y- imagine, you know, you get in here, you're 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 doing your thing, you're the winner a woman weightlifter and then all of a sudden you're like well what the right now what if that person gets the gold medal is that really a a fairly won gold medal Mm -hmm. but then obviously the question is well what do you do with these athletes that are trans it's like do a trans games i don't know what to tell you
2: i mean sometimes you just gotta tell someone that they can't compete
1: you you gotta say well you need your own games and it's like well no one wants to compete in that it's like well this life isn't fair sweetheart i don't know what to tell you life isn't fucking fair by what are we going to do? Like, let's think about the, the trade-off here. We're, it, we make it, quote, fair for you, or we fuck over uh, 150 athletes.
2: By the way, the IOC also has said that they don't have to fully transition to compete.
1: They could just be in progress?
2: Mm-hmm. As long as the levels of testosterone are low enough.
1: Okay. It, but people, it's so bizarre to me that people are looking at this one metric, and they're like, that's what makes you male, that's what makes you female. If you have too much testosterone, you're male. It's like... Uh, fucking no, there's so many, look at body fat percentage, look at musculature, look at body structure, look at height, look at uh, waist to hip ratio, all of these things uh, play a part in your, your athletic ability and your athletic prowess. So I think it is—it's—it's it's shameful, and, and to be honest with you, it's—it's—it's it's, it's fucking disgusting because this was the one place that you could go to where most of the time it was politics-free, mm-hmm. uh, warring countries could peacefully compete against one another, and we just want to watch the best athletes in the world, like top-notch, like the the superior. Human genes and what they're really capable of, and now this is getting fucking ruined. And I and I'm I guarantee this is just the first one. Well, there's going to be Anna, more to follow.
2: Anna Van Belleganinen from Belgium, who was going to compete against her, her quote was, "This is like a bad joke." <laughs> who that's and that's who's going to p- compete Sick against Sick
1: Burn? <laughs> I mean, well, well <laughs> yeah, I know
2: she's Belgian. She, what's she going to say? I yeah, mean, yeah, you know.
1: yeah. Uh, but it, it is really, really unfair um, to female athletes, and people seem to forget about that. You know, women worked. I, I don't think women were always in the Olympics. I'm pretty sure they weren't able to compete in all the sports until, you know, well after the men were on their way. So, I mean, it, it it's it's so disgraceful and really unfair to them. People who are for this sort of thing. A, they can't they can't separate the two things. A, being pro trans and also being anti trans mm-hmm. people competing in women's sports. And B, um, they just, they've never taken a biology class. They don't understand how the human body works. And C, they are not elite athletes. It's usually, you know, the fatos on the sidelines, mm-hmm. the you know, the woke tards on the sidelines that think that they know everything. I'm like, have you ever competed in a sport? And and not just competed, but worked your entire life? You know, these people have been training since they were eight years old. And they're, you know, 20 now. Yeah. And they, it's their first shot at the Olympics. We're talking about 12 years of training and it's just all going to get fucked because the Olympics wants to be woke. Like, I just, I can't even imagine what that would be like. It, so it is really shameful. But yeah. that again, completely different from our support for trans people in the of trans course. community. We don't care. Do what you want to do. You're no, not hurting even, anybody. Even
2: the VA came out what was this weekend and said that they're going to pay for gender reassignment surgeries now. I'm all for that.
1: Um, even <clears> if you're, uh, I'm all for that. Okay. Got it. We're all for that. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know if you wanted me to chime in or not. Um, yeah. So we're all, <laughs> we're all for that. Yes, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I just, I, I'm really, it just, oh. I have a feeling that this is going to be a trend. It's one of, it's the first of many to come, I imagine. And it's going to be, yeah. to be honest with you, like if it's going to happen in a sport, I'm glad it's weightlifting because I don't really fucking care about weightlifting.
2: That's just it though, but what happens when it starts to that's interfere what with the sports you care about? That's what
1: I'm saying. Is like I'm it's it's weightlifting now, but once we start get like it once it starts fucking with track and field, that's when I'm gonna get pissed. Because that's the one where I'm like, these bitches are fast. But if a trans woman comes in there and just smokes the it's like this is not even Well uh, this is not even fair or so fun.
2: I know this is kind of a weird conundrum. So what happens when all of the Female competitors are true females, but they're also now tra- they're transgender females. I mean, I guess everyone's equal, so it doesn't matter. But like, then Wait, what? what are you? Well, because okay, so let's say that this weightlifter goes in and just crushes everybody. Yeah. And so, uh, males who decided transition, who are weightlifters, are like, hey, maybe we can compete now. And so, what happens when it's like all oh. trans women in there because like they've. they
1: flooded the entire competition, <laughs>
2: right? I mean, I, then, then what? I mean,
1: I, I don't. I mean, I doubt people are like, "Well, let's transition so I can no, be competitive." I of course, but I mean, sure. I guess that could happen. In which case, uh, it's just, you know, men and
2: <laughs> that's just how it's gonna be.
1: Men part two, trans women. You know, so you women. know, you know, yeah, you know, time to go is what <laughs> that means. Um, I think I have a thousand things playing at once. Stand by thank you guys for tuning in for listening we'll be back tomorrow 6 a.m eastern time big show uh the after show tomorrow will be featuring next gen diakos yes. excited about that we met nick we met we met bella bella is awesome by the way she's really cool she's she a really is. cool chick yeah so um now i know the entire Diaco clan no you don't well most of them i met almost everybody now most i've met uh dan's kids i've met jay's kids you i've met, met all jay's kids yeah. Oh, okay. Sage and uh, Trey. Oh, okay. Pretty sure I said hi to him once. So, um, excited to have them on the show. I agree. And we got a full week full of fun stuff. Make sure you subscribe to OnlyFans mm-hmm. and Instagram mm-hmm. and YouTube and all the and things. TikTok- oh, and, all right. Whoa. Goodbye.
0: Same look on your face. I lost all my time. Just take me back to before all this pain. I wish you only knew uh-huh. all that you put me through. How could you feel that for somebody else? Cause I give you my heart to stay for